0: This is the Wave
1: Maker, Kyle Boone,
2: and this is Shiloh, and you're, and you're listening, listening to, to Wrestle, Wrestle Life Radio
0: because you're smart and cool.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio. My name is Matt Sin, and this is Indie Focus. This is the show where we sit down with someone who is working or has worked in independent wrestling, and we learn more about them. #Hashtag Support Indie Wrestling. And today we're here with Canada's own Nova. How you doing?
0: Hi there. How's it going?
1: You know what? I'm doing really, really good. How are you?
0: I'm great, thank you. I Good. just finished a workout, so oh, really? I'm, uh, I'm done for the I'm done for the night, and uh, just interviewing interviewing with you now.
1: Oh, well, cool! Like a Good. like a wrestling workout or just like a regular workout?
0: Like a regular workout, like a like a CrossFit workout. Oh wow! Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, that's cool. Well, we got mm-hmm. a, we got a lot of wrestling stuff to talk about, but before we do that, can you tell me a little bit about yourself?
0: Sure. Um, I'm 32 years old. I commenced pro wrestling in 2018, where I was training for most of the year. I had my debut in April 2019, and um, so I I do feel like I've started a little bit later in life, Yeah. but um, it's something that I've always, always wanted to do. It's always been on my bucket list, and I knew that I wasn't getting any younger, so here I am. I've made it happen.
1: That's really cool. That's really awesome. And you were an athlete in high school and college, too, right?
0: Yes i um so my um my gimmick, which is the elite athlete, uh-huh. plays off a lot of reality and and which is in high school, I was team captain on every team I was on I won you know athlete of the game- athlete of the game play of the game athlete of the week athlete of the year um in college you know led my team for that as well, so um you know in for today for pro wrestling um you know i, I play off a lot on that' It's just I am the best. I am the elite athlete.
1: That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. That makes sense because I saw like the it almost looks like football shoulder pads type stuff that you uh, you use in your entrance.
0: Yes, that's right. That's yeah, cool. I just you know what um, when I had to think about what I wanted to present myself in, what I yeah. wanted to wear in the ring, I just kept it natural. And you know what workout clothes something stretchy just sporty you yeah. know jersey like that's who I am so I'm not trying to be anything I'm not so right. it just flows more naturally that way
1: that's really cool yeah huh. now I watched a couple of your matches and you tell me if I'm crazy I saw the number 25 on your tights yes would you have that number did you pick that number for a specific reason is that what you wore I in, uh, did. in I college I
0: did I did yes no not in college so um my 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 actual full-time job I'm in emergency services and um, for 11 years my radio ID call sign is kilo 25 okay so instead of somebody you know for the past 11 years of my career my professional career instead of somebody calling me by my name which I haven't actually heard my name in years yeah. at work it's kilo 25 that's my identity Wow. that's who I am and it just it's very very close to my heart so I just you know what I needed a number for my my jerseys right yeah. and um that just it was a no-brainer it really was a no-brainer
1: that's really cool yeah that's really awesome
0: huh. thank you
1: well let's move on in into some wrestling stuff did you watch sure. a lot of wrestling growing up
0: I did. I grew up watching, you know, WWE, NWO, mm-hmm. WCW, yeah. And I um, I grew up playing WCW on my N sixty four as Revenge well.
1: Revenge. It's the best game.
0: Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. It was. It was the best. I was addicted to it, and um, I've just. I've always been a fan.
1: Is it safe to assume, because I saw on your Instagram you dress as him for Halloween, and also I'm pretty sure I saw you do a splash uh, in, in one of your matches, at least one of your matches. Are you a big Ultimate Warrior fan?
0: I am. I am. And <laughs> I actually dressed as the Ultimate Warrior for Halloween, and it was for a costume contest. Because you know, you know at the bars, they always have costume contests for right. money. Yeah. So I decided to go with that, because I thought, you know what? it's so unique who else is going to be that you know what i mean yeah. like i'm going to stand out like a sore thumb
2: uh-huh.
0: and um yeah so i was in um the city of ottawa ontario yeah and i went out that night and i dressed up as the ultimate warrior and i was just in you know his energetic self i was just in full ultimate warrior mode and i just had such a good time that night i came um i came second place in ottawa at yeah. that uh, at that bar but um all in all it was awesome. The crowd went crazy because I had to go up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was good. It was so much fun.
1: Oh man. Please tell me that they had the theme music played for you.
0: No, they didn't. Oh no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's really cool because, you know, a lot of people recognized who I was. Yeah. So that was awesome
1: that is really cool especially in this day and age I mean Ultimate Warrior hasn't really been a thing since the 80s or even 90s but he that's right he transcended I mean he was one of the few that really transcended wrestling and everyone knows who the Ultimate Warrior is that's pretty cool yeah
0: Yeah. I mean um, like I said I'm in my 30s so it was mostly people in their 30s or older who did recognize who the Ultimate Warrior was the 20 something year olds obviously didn't but that's okay that's okay. It's
1: like, oh, look at the pretty face paint and tassels.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just so funny because you know, for for Halloween, girls usually dress up, you know, quite revealing yes. or you know what I mean, like, you know, sexy police officer, right? Sexy this, sexy that, and I'm just like, no, I'm the ultimate warrior, I'm, <laughs> I'm going all out.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. It looked great. Yeah. It looked really cool. Thank
0: you. Yeah, it was pretty dead on, I think. Yeah, it was great.
1: <laughs> oh. well, Let's uh tell me about some of your other favorites from maybe when you were a kid and even right now.
0: Growing up, um, I was a big, big fan of the Hardy Boys and Lita. Okay. And like they were the top of my list. Like I I remember going on my Microsoft computer desktop growing up on on dial up and literally using all of the printer ink from my mom's printer, printing out you know, images of the Hardy Boys and Lita That's
2: just amazing. A post
0: all over my wall, like just totally draining the printer, and my mom always having to refill it. And she never—it's funny because I was, I was always secretly doing it. Yeah. Because obviously, I'm, I'm draining all of her ink.
1: And, yeah, especially just you know. color pictures, man. <laughs>
0: and she never understood why it kept running low <laughs> until one day. Until one day, because you know, you're a teenager. Mom's not supposed to go in your room. Right. But, um, Mom went in my room, and she found my collection <laughs> i oh my God, I got so upset over it. I don't know why, but um you know, it just I don't know. I just I looked up to the Hardy boys so much, Alita, yeah. and their athleticism and and I feel like you know they're they're a big part of why I am the wrestler who I am today. you know what I mean? I honestly yeah. can't do half the things that Jeff Hardy can do oh, off yeah. the top, but I mean, I truly, truly look up to the, look up to them as athletes. I it really was do
1: like. I want to say about 3 months ago, I can't remember when, but uh, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy separately main evented Dynamite and SmackDown in the same week. And I'm like, "My gosh, like that's that's really cool in 2020 that they can still say they're doing that."
0: I know. Oh my god. I um I have never seen them live. I've never met them and I don't even know how I would react if I did because yeah. like I said, they um it, when I think back to my childhood and being a fan of wrestling, yeah, it's it's all of them. It's really all of them. Yeah, that's
1: cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was a big fan too, and I always preferred Matt, and my cousin uh, preferred Jeff, and so we would always argue over who was better because I prefer like the the Matt wrestling type, you know, uh, and he likes the high flyer, jump off the cage, that kind of stuff. So it was yeah. it was always a fun debate, but they're both incredibly talented. Absolutely. Yeah. So you said you started, to become, you started your journey to become a professional wrestler a little later in life than a lot of people do. What sparked that fire and, and made you really want to do it?
0: I was um, – it's funny. I was just – honestly, I was just working out in the gym one day. Raw was on, and it was just – you know it was a women's match happening. And I thought to myself, like, my college volleyball career is over. Yeah. I'm literally beating myself up in the gym and working as hard as I can, but for what? Like, why? Why am I? Why am I training so hard and I can't? I have nothing to show for it. Right. I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, I've always been a fan of pro wrestling. There's no pro wrestling in my area, so you know what? Like, screw it. I, I'm not getting any younger, so let's just give it a try. Like, okay. all I want to do. Like, I, I can't. I, I may not even be a a wrestler at the end of it, but if I can find myself a ring and just bounce around the ropes and just fulfill that part of me that I always wanted to try, right. I would be so happy. So, literally right then in that moment, I'm watching Raw stretching on the ground at the gym, and I said like, screw it. I sent a Facebook message to Rock Solid Wrestling, which was the only indie wrestling company I knew that was even remo- remotely close to my area, right? and just hoped for a reply. And... Wow. uh yeah, they got back to me, and I actually had an, like a like a meeting slash interview with uh, Tornado, yeah, Mark Bartolucci, and um, yeah, the rest is history. I guess. I mean, I started training with him in his basement of his home, just learning chain wrestling because, like, again, there's no there's no ring in the area that I grew up in, so I started training in in a, in a basement and doing suplexes on the floor, like on a, on a bedroom mattress beside a television, hoping not to hit it. Right. So that's how I started. Wow. That's crazy. And this was literally in winter of 2018. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: You've, you've really only been wrestling for about a year because the pandemic happened. You haven't been able to wrestle, I assume the last few months.
0: That's right. My debut was April, 2019 so, and the pandemic happened what, March? March,
1: yeah, end of March, so less than a year. So,
0: technically, I was only wrestling for, like, 11 months.
1: Wow, that's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, 11 months, and then nothing, and then last weekend.
1: <laughs> wow. So,
0: yeah.
1: And last weekend was against Alexi Nicole, right?
0: With Destiny Wrestling, yes. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. That's cool.
0: Yes.
1: So, my next question is, where did you train? But you you talked a little bit about that, but... Let's let's expand upon that a little bit and tell me sure. about you know how it went.
0: So, after training in tornado's basement for maybe a couple months, not not many months. Um, there's only so much you can learn in a basement, right? Uh, you eventually yeah, you gotta need get in a ring. Transition into a ring. So he hooked me up with um, Ben Ortman's at Cross Body Pro Wrestling Academy in Kitchener, Ontario. Okay. So then I had to travel about five hours to get to a ring. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. So that's where I learned, you know, to how to take a bump. And um, I learned universal and just the, uh, you know, the basic fundamental things that a new wrestler would learn. Yeah. So I got trained by uh, Ben Ortman, thankfully, uh, in that. And Ooh. then I eventually moved on to uh, Tyson Duke's wrestling factory in london ontario yeah where just just because the five hours of, of training or sorry the five-hour drive one way uh and then training and then going home and not being able to regularly train until i get you know a day off work whenever that's going to be again yeah i wasn't retain you know it's muscle memory right and right. i wasn't retaining it so every time i found myself dro- making that drive again i was relearning a lot of the same things because i had to correct my form again because i was I was losing it, right? Yeah. So I knew that I needed to get regular, like Monday to Friday class training in. I needed that because I'm very, I'm a hands-on learner, right? And I need that. I need those reps. I need that muscle memory. So the only opportunity I had to do this was when 2019 hit. Um, with my career, you're allowed to have holidays, right? Yeah. And usually people take holidays one week here during the year, one week there during the year, just kind of break it up during the year. Right. I said no. I said to my employer, give me all of my holidays in January. I want the entire month off. And what I did is I packed my bags and I moved to London, Ontario, which is about six and a half, seven hour drive away. Oh my god! And I, just, I rented myself a room and I lived in London, Ontario, and I went to regular, regular class training uh, with Tyson Dukes and his classes.
1: That is crazy.
0: So that, that's, that's like how I finally got to... Somewhat retain on a regular basis and get the training on a regular basis, and and from there I was able to eventually transition into matches yeah. and actually form, which was what I wanted. Yeah. So it took a lot of time, a lot of driving, so expensive. You know what I mean? That's dedication, but, um, though. It, yeah, because I I really wanted it. I really yeah. did. I just want I just wanted to make this dream come true.
1: If you you basically grew up as an athlete, right? So often, athletes have that drive and that determination in them. So you can you can tell that definitely bled over into wrestling for you.
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
1: So w- let's talk about what you do before a match. Do you have like any rituals that you do before a match starts?
0: Yes, because the saying "mind over matter." Right. Right. I and firmly believe I in really that. I believe. Yes. Yes. So I'm a very punctual person. Okay. And. Preparing for a match and preparing for the show starts with me arriving as early as I can. Okay. I I like to have, you know, the calm before the storm. So if I can arrive there and be one of the first wrestlers to arrive over top of everybody else and just be in the auditorium or, you know, the gymnasium or wherever and just be there and get comfortable with the area before everybody starts spilling in. Yeah. Um... You know, to me mentally, I feel more prepared that way. Right. So then I have time to, you know, walk around the ring, bounce around, lay out my merch, um, go to the change room. You know, I'm qu- it's quiet. I'm by myself. I can
2: yeah.
0: go through my belongings, and uh, like that's I, the second I walk into the venue, and I'm early, I just I already start feeling like I'm I'm more prepared that way. You yeah. Know? And that- um and then from there, obviously, i I'm meeting my opponents. And, you know, we're obviously going over the material. So, yeah.
1: That's another Stretching. sports thing. First one in, last one out.
0: I, yeah. It, I, like it's, and it's not a tour for me. It's just I feel more confident that way. And yeah. I feel more prepared. Because yeah. I don't like to be rushed.
1: Yeah. No, I totally get that. I absolutely understand. Yeah. So, let's uh, you said you debuted in April of 2019. Who was that first match against? And tell me how it went.
0: Sure. In April 2019... I debuted at Fanshawe College with Smash Wrestling, and it was against Violet Lee. Okay. And Violet Lee was somebody that I was able to train with at Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory during that, that month in January 2019 that I was there. So we really, really got to um, know each other during that time and get comfortable with, um, with our practices.
1: That's great. That's really yeah. cool. Did you, how nervous were you?
0: I was very <laughs> I was very nervous. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know, it it's one thing watching it your whole life, but then it, like this is you, like this is you now, this is happening right. and it's it's very very surreal.
2: Yeah.
0: It's hard it's hard to explain how surreal it is when it's like yeah, oh. it's just something you've watched oh. on TV growing up and now you've somehow turned into that. You know, uh-huh. with you know, with with hard work and dedication, right? It was totally earned, totally deserved, but it doesn't feel like it's real.
1: How did the crowd react in your very first match?
0: It was fantastic. Yeah, um, the crowd was very, very supportive. Um, there were people there who had no idea who I was, and they had you know the the signs out with my name on it and everything. And yeah, I, I was I'm just over the moon thankful for for all of us. That, that people, you know, the, the chance people gave me when they didn't right. even know who I was.
1: That's really cool. That's really yeah. awesome. So yeah. you, you've only been wrestling a year. I want you to tell me, and I don't know how difficult this will be for you, tell me about okay. your, fa- your favorite match you've
0: ever had. The favorite, My favorite match I ever had, it was in summer 2019. Okay. With PWA in Varney, Ontario against CeCe Moss. Okay. And the reason why that's one of my favorite, most memorable matches is because it's a point in time where I feel like I was starting to really evolve. Yeah. Even though I was still brand new, there was a point in my career on that day where she allowed me to take control of the match. Yeah. And she allowed me to call. The match out during the match, when we were in the moment, um, you know. Usually, I I'm new, so I'm yeah. just following. Lead. I'm just following the lead. Someone else is taking control of everything. Um, they're calling things out in the ring. Nope, that was it. Was my turn. Okay, and I you know, my my memory served me well, and I was able to just call things on the fly. And I just felt like that was a point in my early career where I really started to evolve as a wrestler and, um, all of my hard work, it was, it was starting to pay. I'm starting to see, uh, some results here yeah. in, in that sense. And, um, I just, it, that's, it was very, very memorable for me. And I thank her for, for allowing me to do that and challenging me in that sense.
1: That is a huge deal for, for people that, that are listening right now that don't really understand how big of a deal that is. You'd only been wrestling for a couple months and, someone that has been wrestling longer than you trusted you enough to allow you to call the match that that's a huge deal and a true honor. Really?
0: It it really is. Yeah. Um, Obviously she's there, you know, she, she's there for me. If I, if I fail, she's there to pick me up if I fall. But, um, she, she trusted me and she challenged me. Yeah. And yeah, that was, that's amazing of her to do that because that really helped me evolve as a wrestler.
1: That's really awesome. Yeah. So, tell me about how you came up I know you said the the elite athlete, but not just how you came up with the name or anything, but your entrance. You have like this I don't know if it's like this pink chalk or something that you throw in the air, like how did all that come about?
0: Um, basically I was um just canvassing different Ideas with regards to my entrance, yeah. and I I wanted to make it as me as much as me as possible and as sporty as possible, and I mean chalk is a no brainer. It comes with working out. It comes right. with sports, and um, truthfully, it's quite unique for an entrance because other than the uh, the expense of you know the smoke smoke machines and all that stuff. Right. When you're just in indie wrestling and you're in small venues, you're not going to really get that. Right. And I just kind of wanted to create it myself and just, you know, like I said, it's it's a fitness thing. It's a workout thing. And I just wanted to have that that pink chalk and just throw it up.
1: It's really cool. And like you said, it is very unique. You do not see that kind of stuff in indie wrestling. So I, I've seen it three or four times now because, again, I watched a couple of your matches And, uh, it's, it's really cool. I I really do like it.
0: Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's just, it's, it's that, um, I don't know if you ever seen like uh, color runs for cancer where you kind of run, do do a two or five K and you get these, you hit these little points during your trail and someone throws the different color on you. It's just, um, hypoallergenic cornstarch, I believe. Yeah. It's just colored cornstarch. So um, it's hypoallergenic, and it doesn't affect anybody in the audience, which is my main concern. And, um, yeah.
1: That's cool. So since you've only been wrestling a year, have you wrestled as a heel yet or only as a (laughs) babyface?
0: No. So (laughs) right before COVID. So I've always, always been a babyface. Yeah. That's my comfort zone. That's who I am. I'm very energetic. I love to bounce around. I love to cheer. I'm happy, right? Yeah. I'm in my moment. And right before COVID, the the promoter of uh, Bordertown Pro Wrestling in Fort Erie, Ontario spoke to me and said, I think I'm going to make you a heel. And I'm like, oh, God, like, this is, this is not who I am. <laughs> um, you know, again, this is challenging me because now I really do have to lead a match. Right. And, um, yeah, so I, I did one match right before COVID as a heel, and I really feel like I bombed it. I like I I failed at it. I I was yeah. not good at all. But again, this is um it's a starting point for me, right? Right. I I set I I set a bar, and now I got to work on improving myself. So then nothing during COVID, and then last weekend with Destiny Wrestling,
2: yeah,
0: I got asked to be part of the uh, the women's match against Alexia Nicole. Yeah. And lo and behold, I'm a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so I haven't, I haven't wrestled since March. You know, I haven't even been in a ring and here I am doing both, going in a ring and being a heel. So ultimate challenge. Trial by fire. Absolutely. (laughs) And I got to be with Shiloh. Um, and she's, she's a natural heel. She's so good at what she does. And, um, I knew with her by my side, I, I felt a lot more comfortable. Um, she was able to assist me. Yeah. And um, just kind of give me some some pointers, as well as Alexia Nicole. I mean, yeah, they, with with her experience, they were they were all able to help me. That's awesome. Uh, Jody Threat was there as well. Yeah, I actually and, watched um, your
1: match with Jody Threat, and it was very good.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. She she really really challenges me as a wrestler.
1: I I watched another one of her matches, and I can't remember who it was, but it was for someone else that I have interviewed before, and she's very talented. I think I need to get her on here at some point.
0: She's grinding hard. I mean, she is not only wrestling in Ontario. She is a road warrior, and yeah. she's traveling to the states now. She's she's blending in and to the states indie wrestling scene.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, she's doing shows out there now, and she's getting all that experience. Then she brings it back to Ontario, and you know, so then I have a match with her, and she can you know teach me some things that she's learned and some practices that she's learned from out there and um it's really assisting all of us here in ontario when we get to um and then her obviously the wrestler she's totally totally evolved yeah and, and gotten so much better now because of all the experience she's gaining so good on her absolutely she's grinding hard
1: that's awesome that's super cool yeah. so i'm assuming do you prefer baby face so far
0: so far yes it's, okay it's, my, it's a it's a comfort zone thing right you're like
1: i think the second person in like 16 or 17 of these that i've done that uh <laughs> have said that they prefer baby because almost everyone is like i want to be the heel i want to control the match it's so much easier to get people to hate me so <laughs> it's, it's nice and refreshing to hear it come the other way around
0: i think another part of that too is me wanting to become a pro wrestler as well means i am now going to be I want to be a role model for all the young girls and boys out there. Yeah. And I want them to look up at me as a positive influence. Um, I grew up being bullied, and I grew up not in a really good place, to be honest. Really? And um, I just, I want to be that positive influence and that role model for them that they can look up to, even just for that night, just for those couple of hours being out at the show right. um, I just want to put a smile on their face and I think that if I can do that I, I feel so whole and um, that's another reason why I just love love being a baby face
1: that's really cool and really inspiring yeah. that's awesome Thank you. so what's your finisher
0: my finisher is the black hole slam
1: oh that's cool so I, okay yes. I saw you do that on Shiloh in your match and I, uh, I just didn't know if that was your finish or not. But it did finish that match. It looks awesome. I mean, it's a great move.
0: Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's a very, very powerful move, and it just it looks great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> and your theme is
1: by Rev Theory, right?
0: That's right. Hell yeah, by Rev Theory, which again um, blends well into the whole uh, athlete gimmick because yeah. it's um, it was the uh, the theme song for Blue Mountain State. Oh uh, it was. Show. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the whole football gimmick and everything, right? It all kind of comes together. That's amazing. I, um, yeah. So I actually um I emailed Rev Theory and I spoke to uh their their lead singer, yeah. David Goglia. Yeah. And um I got his permission to use that song, which is really cool.
1: That is awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I actually, I, I was watching your videos, and I'm like, that's ref Theory. That's like a big band. Like, I wonder how she pulled that off. You li- literally just ask. and they, that, I mean, that is, that is really cool. That's really cool of them to, be, to allow you to do that. Thank you. Yeah, and it fits really well with you, too. I'm
0: very thankful.
1: Yeah. So I want to ask you, and I know that you've done some intergender wrestling, because um, I actually saw a couple of the matches on YouTube. How do you feel about intergender wrestling uh, right now?
0: I'm totally good with it. It yeah. um it challenges me, it gives me a different uh, a different taste of pro wrestling. And obviously, I'm um, you know, I'm an individual who loves to work out. I love to strength train.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, that really helps me test myself. Uh, in that sense, a lot of the women that I wrestle are, are a lot smaller than me.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm five foot eight and 170 pounds. Okay, and um. So when I get to wrestle against guys, it's just, it's different. And I really get to challenge myself. I get to practice different things that maybe I wouldn't be able to do in the ring with women. I mean, because usually, um, like, I'm a base in the ring for a lot of women because I'm so big. I can't can't do a lot of things where I'm jumping on them and, and they're holding me. Right. You know what I mean? So when it comes to guys, I could finally do a lot of cool stuff when they can base for me. They could That's post cool. it for me. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's cool. How do you feel about... Uh, or do you feel like it'll be on national television anytime soon? Intergender? Yeah.
0: Mm. No. No? No. Not the way the world is going right now. with society and... Yeah. Just it it's hard to obviously hard to articulate but there's there's a lot of sensitivity happening right now right in in different uh in different fields and um i think we just all need to take a breather and um kind of just reset
1: yeah i i totally get it i get what you're saying it's really interesting I don't, too i don't think,
0: yeah i mean i wouldn't mind seeing it on tv honestly yeah. honestly but do, uh, do i think it's going to happen anytime soon if that's your question i don't think so yeah yeah, that's, I'm, just, I'm that's, that's just my personal opinion.
1: It's so interesting because I've interviewed different people, and I usually ask ladies this question, and I don't usually ask guys. But uh, some people, some girls are very much for it, and they're like, yes, it's very empowering for women to get in there. And other girls are like, no, I don't want to see a man hit a woman. And I, I understand. I, my wife feels that way. I
0: totally, I totally understand as yeah. well. I I, um, I'm very neutral on this. And
1: yeah. I see both sides to it. I do. Yeah, I, I do too. So it, it's it's hard. Uh, and I think when it when it is done, it'll have to be done very well. And I think that, you know, they yeah. had it on AEW Dark. Kenny Omega and Riho wrestled uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. And that was yeah. a really well-done, tasteful match. And I, I, I would trust AEW to do it. Whether or not it'll be on national television, though, I don't know. I think we might see it on Dark as a testing ground maybe in the next couple years. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Or Tessa
0: Blanchard. I mean, yeah. she put on great intergender matches.
1: Yeah. in Impact, yeah. And she uh, famously yeah. wrestled Brian Cage, too, who is a monster. So,
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, very cool. So yeah. let's
1: talk about uh, your dream match. If you could wrestle anyone from any point in wrestling history, I want you to tell me who it would be, and I want you to tell me why.
0: My dream match would be a triple threat. Okay. With obviously Lita, cause we spoke about the Hardy Boys yeah. growing up, and uh, Trish Stratus because she's the Canadian icon. She is. And uh, she's you know she's someone from my country. She's someone from my province. Um, she's someone that's only a couple hours away from me, and I think it's amazing that you know someone so close to me locally can blow up that huge in history. And um, again, she's somebody I, I grew up watching. And if I can have a dream match against Trish Stratus and Lita, I would be absolutely fulfilled and over the moon.
1: Right. Trish is such an interesting and inspirational story because she was just a model. I mean, that's what she was. And she was brought in because she was pretty. And then she decided, you know what? I'm going to do this to the best of my ability, and she became one of, if not the greatest woman wrestlers of all time. So her story is awesome. She she is so talented, and I'm also a big fan. And Lita, obviously, I mean, she's literally the queen of extreme, right?
0: Yeah, if I can be half the athlete she is and, and use that in my wrestling matches, man... I'd stand out like a sore thumb because yeah. that girl, she, she's so good. She's so good.
2: Yeah. You
0: know, so I, I um, when I was living in London, Ontario in January
2: 2019.
0: Yeah. While I was, because again, I'm on my, my work holidays, so I'm only living in this city to go to wrestling class at night. Right. So what am I doing? What am I going to do with the rest of my day? Right. So yeah. I hit the gym, but I also enrolled in, I enrolled in gymnastics because really? I wanted to do it lead again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I was, like, regularly in gymnastics for that whole month that I was in London. Wow. And, um, yeah, like, obviously, I, I didn't end up doing half the things that she can do, but right. I, in gymnastics, I was learning, you know, I want to be like Lita, so they taught me how to <laughs> do some backflips and some back handsprings and this and that. It's, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, unless you grew up, because I know that there's a lot of young wrestlers today and they're like, Yeah, I grew up doing this on my trampoline in the backyard. Like, right. I never got to do that. Yeah. But if you can do that, all the power to you. Props to you, because it's really hard learning it now as an adult. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my I God. bet.
1: I bet. And yeah. I, I saw in a couple of your matches you did and I don't want to call it the wrong thing. It was like a handspring back elbow.
0: Yeah, it's um I like guess it's, it's a round off back elbow. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that's um one of the only Flippy things I can really do at this right. point <laughs> safely. Um, <laughs> I am um, growing up. I used to be in dance. I used to be a dancer. Okay. So I did, you know, modern, jazz, tap, ballet, and um, that's just something I learned as a child is just doing cartwheels and roundoffs. And so I just figured I would implement that in the ring, and yeah, why not? Hopefully, that kind of Stood out a little bit. And, yeah.
1: Looks cool. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Well, that's awesome. So, do you have... Before we close, do you have any cool wrestling stories you'd like to share?
0: Sure. I have a very unique wrestling story. Okay. So, you know how I said that I commenced in April 2019 with my very first debut wrestling match? Yes. In London uh, against Violet Lee with Smash Wrestling.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So... Two weeks after that, I got flown out to the WWE Performance Center for tryouts.
1: Really? In Orlando? It's right up the road. Yes. Two weeks after your debut match?
0: I'm one of thousands of people who just filled out the online application. Yeah. And I got selected for that.
1: That's awesome.
0: So I got to go out there and... um, as, as a brand-new wrestler, it was, um, it was still very, very challenging for me to be there Yeah. Um, because there's, there were things that they asked me to do and, and perform and execute that I never even got to do yet as a wrestler.
2: Yeah.
0: So, there, it's, you know, it's a tryout, so basically, well, you're doing it now, and you're going to try it now, right? Yeah. So it was, um, it was such an amazing experience and such a unique experience um, I never ever thought it would happen, and, um, I think that's a very memorable part of my journey
1: that is really cool, yeah, huh well, that's awesome. that's a cool story yeah, what, yeah.
0: yeah, what an what an experience eh? just After you know, two you weeks. go from from being in a gym working out to you know saying, screw it i'm I'm gonna be a wrestler, right and then that happens, and it's just like it's been, it's amazing i am I'm so beyond thankful. For everything that's happened, yeah, during my during during this journey, absolutely. absolutely,
1: that is so cool. That's so cool. Well, now that you've you're actually wrestling again, now that the pandemic is hopefully we're hopefully on the other side of it now, as as or at least we're getting there. Where can we see you wrestle now?
0: So unfortunately, in the province of Ontario, uh-huh. um, we have pulled the reins back a little bit on uh, our allowances. Okay with regards to the uh, the legalities of of you know for the pandemic and how many people could be outside at one time, yeah um, in a gathering, so like literally just a couple of days ago they uh, they put more restrictions on
2: oh no because our, our,
0: our, our numbers are actually um, augmenting?
2: Oh Oh no.
0: So yes, so unfortunately. I am very thankful that Destiny asked me to wrestle last weekend because I truthfully don't know when it's going to happen again. Oh no! Unless unless the promotion wants to put on a really really small show outside with yeah you know a very small audience um and which I hope still happens because I would be more than happy to get in that ring again
1: yeah
0: but um at this point in time I am I have no upcoming shows because of the pandemic unfortunately.
1: Okay, I gotcha. Well, when you yeah. do, let me know, and we'll make sure to share it for you. Cause it,
0: absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully,
1: hopefully, it'll happen soon. We'll cross our fingers and say a prayer. Well, Thank tell you. me, tell me where we can find you on social media.
0: So on social, I'm pretty much everywhere on social media. Um, on Instagram, at Nova Wrestler. On Twitter at Nova Wrestler. Uh, I've got Snapchat Nova.Wrestler, um, where I post different content there. Um, try to you know mix it up a little bit. Um, I've got a YouTube page. So under your search, just go Nova Pro Wrestler. If you want any merchandise, NovaWrestler.com or you can um, attend or go to uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Nova Wrestler. So I'm, I'm all over the place. You can, you can find me if you just do a Google search for sure.
1: Okay. That's awesome. And your YouTube channel is actually where I saw most of your matches.
0: Yeah. So, so basically, I try and record or get recordings of my matches if uh-huh. I can. I mean, obviously there's some promotions that have um, agreements with networks and yeah. they can't release that. Or they can, they can only release it on their own terms and their own channel. Right. But the shows that I am allowed to release, it's, it's basically just dumping content off my so- cell phone and, and just keeping space on my cell phone. And just wow. I didn't know where to put it. That's how it started. It's just I had some training videos from Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory if you go to like to the very, very bottom of all my videos, I saw that. I'm just dumping content. Um, but I think it's really cool because then you're kind of seeing an evolution of my journey. Yeah. And you're kind of seeing my progress from when I started training to now and how I'm evolving as a wrestler. So it's cool. I, I So I'm just keeping up with it and, and putting down all types of content when I can.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. I look forward to learning more about your journey. And uh, hopefully seeing you on uh, on my television very soon.
0: I hope so. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll cross our fingers and say fingers a prayer crossed. for you.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it, Nova.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Matt Sin for WrestleLife Radio. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at WrestleLifeMatt. Follow us all at WrestleLife Radio on Instagram and Facebook and WrestleLifePod on Twitter and remember hashtag support indie wrestling and we hope you all have an absolutely wonderful day.